It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Military parents never miss a beat, and neither does the Johns Hopkins U.S. Family Health Plan. Built for every warrior in your family, with more than 40 years of service to military families, TRICARE Prime Benefits plus exclusive extras. Learn more at warriorsathome.com. Hey guys, before we jump into this week's new episode, I just want to take a second and thank all of you for listening and supporting the ABV podcast. Ross and I enjoy doing this show. We love it. We love craft beer. We love supporting our local craft breweries here in Louisiana as well. And we couldn't do it without you guys. As much fun as we have doing the show, it also takes a lot of time and unfortunately a lot of money to keep this show going. We're always updating our software for recording and editing purposes, replacing microphones and mic cables, as well as paying for hosting sites to keep the show online. And that's why we've started our very own Patreon page for the podcast. If you head over to patreon.com slash the ABV podcast, you can see how you can donate and help us keep the show online and to get it better. We'll have special rewards and episodes and mini episodes of the podcast that will only be available to our Patreon subscribers. So if you'd like to subscribe and donate and help us keep this show online, head over to patreon.com slash the ABV podcast and check it out for yourself. We couldn't do this show without you and we appreciate your support. Hey guys, we all know that hurricane season has arrived. And there's no better time than now to review your homeowner's insurance so that way you can understand the deductibles that you're responsible for. Our friends over at Athlon Insurance provide great competitive rates from 17 different carriers, so they are sure to find you great coverage with a highly rated company, including low deductibles. Stop paying too much for your homeowner's insurance from a company that provides the exact same coverage as everyone else. Call Dwayne Moran at Athlon Insurance today and get a free quote. Their number is 225-366-7530. That's 225-366-7530. As a lover of all things coffee, I was super excited to have Cafecito Coffee Roasters approach me about being a sponsor for the ABV podcast. As much coffee as I drink, it was just a no-brainer to have these guys on board with us. Chris and Stevie are two friends from across Louisiana that came together in Baton Rouge to share their common passion for specialty coffee. And their focus on responsibly sourcing, craft roasting, and meticulously brewing the best coffee they can is pretty much their mission statement for their company. They take a different approach to coffee. They believe great coffee doesn't have to be arrogant or snobbish or patronizing. It just needs to be what it is, and that's great coffee. And like all great things, they want to share it with everyone as they should. They pay higher prices for their beans, and because of that, they're helping struggling farmers who in turn produce better quality coffees. And we all love better quality coffee, right? They roast every batch to showcase the intrinsic quality of each of their coffees. They sample every single batch of coffee before it even leaves their roastery. That's why they're so different from anyone else, and that's why they aren't your average roaster. So get out there, get some Cafecito coffee. You can find it at your local supermarkets around town, or you can order online at cafecito.com.
craft beer, cocktails, wine, and spirits. We like drinking them, and we like talking about them, too. And we do both right here on the ABV Podcast. What's up, guys? Chuck P., the ABV Podcast, coming to you from one of the newest breweries that's going to be popping up around the Baton Rouge area, Struma Beer Republic. And I'm going to tell you right now, none of y'all are ready for how cool this place is. I was completely caught off guard driving up, and then once walking up and seeing everything and coming inside the tap room, I'm still blown away by it. And I'm drinking some really delicious beer, and I've got some good people around the table. Matthew Wiggins. Everybody knows Matthew. If you don't, you're about to know him real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Just listen for a minute. Yeah. There you go. Matthew, thank you for the invite here, sir. I, I appreciate being here. Jeremy Waters is here as well. Jeremy, you're the brewer here, correct? Correct. Awesome. Glad to have you here, sir. Thank Chris Pennegy. What's up? From Cafecito Coffee Roasters and Pelican Craft Brands. Sponsors of the ABV Podcast. <laughs> Good to have you here. Good to be here again. Look, you have an open invite. You're a paid sponsor. It's kind of like, you know, you you can come oh, yeah, when you yeah. want. Well, I after the last one. I don't know if I get invited back again. You're fine. You're fine. Son. You're fine. It hadn't entered yet. No. Yeah, yeah. And we also have with us owner John Haynes. John, thank you, sir, for having us here as well. No, it's a pleasure to have you. Thank you for uh, having us. No, this is awesome. Look, yeah. This spot, I was I didn't know what to expect pulling up. Like, I was, I, I live in Prairieville, so I'm about, I'm about 30 minutes away. Beautiful. And I was, I was, yeah. yeah, I was coming, and I was like, oh, I'm assuming it's going to be like a warehouse. Y'all don't have to be quiet, guys. You can oh, talk. No. It's fine. No, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> y'all are fine. Like, Background noise is okay. And I'm like, oh, oh no. No, y'all are good. Y'all are good. Yeah, neat. There's burgers. <laughs> uh, but pulling up, I was expecting like a like an industrial kind of area because that's normally where most breweries tend to fall yeah. into an industrial area. But I pulled up and I see this old barn and this field. And there's some cows. And I'm like, man, what? Am I at the right address? Like I started looking at at, at uh, Google Maps. I'm like, well, no, this is where I'm supposed to be. And then I get out and, and and Matt sees me and gives me the little nickel tour. We take we go around look at the outside area and everything. And I, I was just the the atmosphere here is insane. Like it's it's just so welcoming and it's comforting and it's and to come inside the tap room is like walking into like an like an old museum of just like really cool stuff. Like the table we're sitting at right now, I may have to take a picture of it and post it. It's a it's a it's a old piano Wurlitzer or something. I don't even know, but it's cool as hell. And we're sitting in old school barber chairs, which is just like it's it's nuts. There's a wall with. Some amazing LSU memorabilia, old helmets and stuff. Who's uh, Letterman Jacket? Is that up there? Well, there's um, the the old the old one is John's dad up yeah. above. He played for okay. the Tigers in the fifties. Oh, nice. And then, okay. and then we have um, the Gremlin Letterman Jacket. Also. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Coach Eddie Robin. That's Eddie Robinson Jr.'s Letterman yeah. Jacket. From, yeah. Very cool. And then you've got like a mold, like the mold that they make the crystal balls with. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. When we shot, uh, we did the film Old War School, and when we shot Old War School, we actually flew to uh, Waterford, Ireland, where they actually made 12 crystal footballs for us, um, remade, and and we filmed the whole uh, production part of it from beginning, literally from mold making to etching 
to finish and uh, just a fascinating wow picture yeah that's that's just like one part of the tapper the bar is, the bar is great there's a truck <laughs> part of a truck over here with like some seats in as well the outside area is awesome there's a there's an outside patio area with some ping pong tables there's a giant sized chest there's connect four you've got some uh what do you say soccer, soccer pool, pool. I mean, this place, yeah, this place, once it opens, is going to be, like, the perfect date, the perfect weekend spot to come in. Like, I mean, come every day, but, like, on the weekends, if you're coming out and you're looking to spend a day somewhere and just, like, enjoy the atmosphere and the area, this is it. Like, this is this is a prime spot, and especially for tourists coming in from out of state that are going to tour breweries, and this is going to be a, a stop right here i mean I, there's nothing anywhere and i told matt this before we started there's nothing anywhere around like this in this area the only place i can think of with this kind of atmosphere is bayou tesh in ornoville just because of the their outside layout but inside i mean this is one of the best tap rooms i've ever been i mean aesthetically it's just like that's very kind thank it's, you it's really awesome yeah, we, we're we're proud of it i mean i i think that part of our our deal man is that uh more than having a restaurant brewing beer but we, we like to tell stories so yeah. each beer has a story with the ingredients our walls each I, if you went and pointed at each thing i can tell you the story of where that came from where that came from where that came from if you look at our beer list we can tell you where that berry came from where that chocolate came from where that hop came from if you go outside we can tell you about the cow and her mama and her mama and <laughs> every baby and so That's i think Lucy, her mama's apple she's over in the corner <laughs> and so i think it's for us the, the 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 three of us really we want to tell a great story whether it's our food, our beverage, or our facilities. And I think that that's, we hope that people will come and create their stories here too. Yeah, well, I mean, you walk in here, there's a lot of things that you can tell stories with for sure. Just looking around, there's, you can point at any random thing and there's a story behind it. Yeah. Like I was asking about that piano thing right there. What did you call that, Matt? What is that? Piano horn. Piano horn. That is a, I've never seen that before. And as a musician, I was just like, what is this? It's a late 1800s piano, and we, we dug out all the wood around it. We're going to put some glass on it and make it a glass top, you know. So It is it is great. I mean, this place is awesome. we got some burgers coming to the table right now. So you guys are doing full uh, food here full-time? Yes, we are. Yeah, we are. Um, we're we're going to do some burgers, and I think we're going to experiment with some grilled cheese. Um, oh, like some fancy grilled cheeses? Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, well, the cool thing is is that we're going to have a goat cream on site here in the next several months so we're going to make the goats cream milk the goats make the cheese cook the cheese whoa that's pretty cool yeah. well you know we'll also take the cream from the uh from the dairy goats and make our own butters mm -hmm. make our own cheese of course and, and ice cream we want to do some uh you know high-end gourmet uh ice cream sandwiches with our goat milk as well as some cow milk so that's really cool yeah i mean you could also if you wanted to down the line you could do like some ice like some alcoholic ice cream floats with the beers like yeah. i've seen those around so that'd be pretty cool yeah, we kind of had a we kind of had a long talk about that today where <laughs> jeremy and matthew yeah. and i were going wait a second we can throw this in there and yeah. that in there Especially if you guys are planning on doing any stouts. I mean, yeah. do, it's yeah. always stout season in a screw beer. That's, it, that's what I want to hear, Wiggins. That's exactly what I want to hear. People give me crap all the time for like, it's July and I'm drinking a stout. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, having a beer. What are you doing? Y'all love stouts. Stouts is what got me into craft beer. So, like, 
That's my goat. If it's not an IPA, it's normally like I'll go for a nice imperial stout. I like a big, big full body stout. Yeah. So and so speaking of beers, let's talk about it. we're drinking we're drinking some beer right now. Jeremy, tell us about this big beer we're drinking. It is delicious and tart and refreshing and incredible. Well, thank you. Um, so I'm I'm calling it uh, blueberry pie dragonflies. That's going to be kind of like our series of uh, sour beers that are heavily fruited. It's going to have uh, a lot of blueberry puree in it. It's got a touch of cinnamon and uh, a little bit of vanilla to just kind of round out okay. some sweetness. And the base is kind of like a, a Berliner. Dude, it's delicious. It's it's super refreshing. And it the as the beer is warmed up, more flavors are starting to come out. I started getting that cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Blueberries right off the off the bat, you're getting that straight up. It's tart, but it's not overly tart. Yeah. This is a really easy drinking sour. And probably a good starter for someone who wants to, you know, try some sours, but are just scared of that, you know, that super tartness that gets you in the back of the mouth. Yeah. But this is dude, this is delicious. It's perfect for a hot day like this in Louisiana. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean this is great. And our model is is that we want to attract people to beer with entry-level beers, and we feel like that this blurs the line between what is a beer just enough to where if you've never had a craft beer before, we want to be able to offer you something that is not just like a, a light beer or something like that. We want to offer you something different here that can really get you into a beer. And we really feel like this line of beers could do that. I agree with that. I mean, it, it, it has enough flavor profile with everything that you were describing for people, for their palates to get different things, depending on who they are. Everybody's palate's different. Someone might pick up more cinnamon on the front than they do the blueberries. Yeah. Somebody might pick up more vanilla. And just to kind of echo what, Ma- echo what Matthew said, I'm kind of, we're kind of looking to change people's perceptions of it. Yeah. You know, redefine what a beer actually can be rather than just you know, a basic light beer that's very easy drinking, you know, like you throw a bunch of fruit and a little bit of spice in there and really create an experience in a beer. Yeah. I, there's there's some breweries around that kind of gotten lazy and just didn't, don't seem like they're, they're challenging their audience enough with, you know, introducing them to new and different varied styles of beer. So it's good to hear that you guys are, you know, want to do something different and introduce people to, to show them craft beer is more than, you know, hazy IPAs sure. and such. Because, I mean, that, that's it's the thing. Everybody wants hazy IPAs right now. But eventually, at some point, that's going to fade off. That trend's going to gonna die down. Another trend's going to pop up and take that over. Now, what that trend will be, who knows? Yeah, and it could be, you know, a decade from now before it really dies out. Yeah. I mean, it'll always, yeah, it's going to be around for a while, but eventually something like lately, and I don't know if it's because it's just summer in Louisiana, these are just good, refreshing beers, but I've, I've been leaning more toward, towards the Berliner Weiss style, like sours and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. You know, and that's. And gozes, you know, stuff like that that are just good, refreshing, crisp, light beers. I like that. Let's switch to a goza. Was it that uh, gin and tonic? Oh, yeah. Gin and tonic. Right. Gin and tonic? Okay. I like that. Uh, John, so what got you involved with wanting to open a brewery? It's like, like, has craft beer been something what, in your portfolio for Well, a you while? know, the thing is, is all three of us were home brewers. Okay. Now, Jeremy and Matthew on a much 
you know, more sophisticated level than I. Yeah. But we all had that passion to just want to brew and to, to try our own beer. Uh, again, them, them at an, another level. And so Matthew and I started working together about 18 months ago, almost two years ago. And we have some other things that we're working on, but it was kind of part of our, this was always a part of the discussion of how can we tell our story through, you know, food and beverage. And this was one that we wanted to be a part of because to me, the farm element bringing in all of the elements of the farm you know the fruits the vegetables the 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 beer the food how could we do that yeah and make it something fantastic and so um it was always a part of the thing that matthew and i talked about and then when jeremy came on board we met jeremy and jeremy just had a uh he, he had a passion for he didn't come in with a you know hey this is the way i roll this way i want to do it I've, I feel blessed that we have uh, two amazing team, team members that want to be a part of a team. And really, the three of us sit down and we go, okay, here's what I'm excited about. Jeremy says what he's excited about. Matthew says what he's excited about. And we come together and go, okay, here's our box full of ingredients. Yeah. How do we do that? Right. And, and man, it's so much fun. Like, I, we are having a ball. And I think that when people drink what Jeremy is brewing in there, they're going to taste it because we are having a blast. We're not, we don't have a corporate, we don't have somebody saying, you need to do it this way. Here's the right way. Here's the wrong way. Yeah. We're doing it the way we want to do it. And, and I think that hopefully people are excited about that because we get back to the stories. I mean, I'll have Jeremy go through it. What we're brewing with right now, we're brewing with ingredients from right now. We're brewing with ingredients that we collected while I was in Turkey this year, Whoa. France, Italy, Germany, uh, you name it. You know, we're, we're, we're putting some Turkish, fresh Turkish delights in our beer. We're using, we're using, uh, you know, uh, nuts from the mountains of yeah. Turkey. We're using Turkish tea. Then you come to France where we're using fresh nougat, where we're using meringues. And uh, you go to Italy and we're, we've taken some products from there. So I think that hopefully people are going to taste that we're having a blast, man. We're, we're enjoying it. And, and I think this team, when we sit down, we, you missed it, Matthew. We are talking about how much fun we have in, in creating the beers. We sit down with a box and say, what are we going to do with it? Yeah. You know, and it's just, there's no, there's no lines that we're, you know. Yeah. So, but I think that that's part of it. As an artist for many years, uh, I realized that when you, once you got to know the rules. Here are the rules. Here are the beers. But then, once you know them, then you can start breaking the rules. Exactly. And that's kind Step of outside what, that box. And that's what Jeremy's doing in that, you know, in, in the brewing. And, and we're, and uh, I've I've also enjoyed, and I want to brag on these two. Daily, I see these two, the vision that they're coming up with together. Because from the beginning, Matthew was like, okay, we pulled the trigger. Matthew was the one that got in there and had the vision. Okay, here's the equipment we need. Here's how we're going to design it. Here's what we need. Here's our space. And he has done a fantastic job of saying, here's what we can do. Yeah. And he was the one that said, hey, here are some guys that we need to meet. I, I, I just, he's been a fantastic job in leading the charge on that. And I think that when you had, you have to have a team, man. No, it has I, to think, be I think ultimately that's my thing. If we had one of us that was con- now, don't get me wrong. We'll all fight for what we want to do and yeah, what we want to sure. make. But, but uh, it's it's been a joy for me, basically. Because, and I'll tell you this much. Because if it was me, you'd be in a warehouse. Thank <laughs> 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 God, God, it's not for you. <laughs> but John is the guy who had the artistic vision to really see this through, and 
and make it truly special. I think the beers are special, and I think the beers are going to be special, and and I'm going to push for that. Yeah. And Jerry's going to push really hard on that, and then John is just making sure that everything looks amazing. Yeah. Well, the good thing is, it, I mean, it already sounds like you guys are doing some unique stuff. Just with him talking about where you guys are pulling ingredients from, not just here in the states, but from Europe and, and other places as well. And the fact that it's such a, a collaborative effort, and it has to be when it comes to opening up a brewery. If it's a single vision, like one person has their way of how they want everything to be, and no one else is open to come forward with any anything, it's not going to work. It yeah. has to be a collaborative process with everyone involved. Unless everyone's, it's my well. <laughs> well, your vision saw it in a warehouse, so thank God it's not your vision. Back to what you said at the beginning, right? If you don't know Matthew, you're, yeah. you're, you're going to you're, you're learn him. You're going to learn real quick. In spite of that, we love him dearly. Yes. He's a great, I love Matt. He's a we great love guy. him dearly. Shout out to uh, Craig. These burgers are killer. Dude, they are. Burgers are really good. I wanted good. to say it. They are fantastic. This bacon. I don't know where you got the bacon from. This is going to be indicative of the food that's always here, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Let's just yeah, point that out. This isn't a one time thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. So much for my diet. Now, which cow was this? <laughs> <laughs> and it was Ethel in the back. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because we were talking about her hair. There you go. No, this is, I mean, if this is an example of the quality of food that's going to be here, along with the quality of beer we're drinking, I mean, you guys are going to just need to have a part. Well, Craig's another team member that we just we just brought on the team, and we're excited. Again, I think it's like-mindedness, too. We don't yeah. have a bunch of egos. Everybody has. They fight for the, what they want. But in the end, you know, it's uh, he's that same spirit. To have him on the team has just been a huge – we're excited about it. Yeah, Craig's a good guy. Craig's yeah. a good guy. And, and I'll tell you, Craig, um, whenever John and I started talking about doing this, what, last – A year and – year and a half, half ago. ago, yeah. I was like, well, I know who I'd like to have on board, but he's currently employed in another place. <laughs> and so um, a while back, he left that other place, and I was like, John, we're making a phone call. I'm taking him. He's coming. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Craig's a good dude. So let's talk about the, the new beer we're having from. It's a gin, play on gin and tonic, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a gin and tonic inspired beer. So it's the base is going to be a Doza. Kind of similar to a Berliner, got some wheat malt, you know, two but it's going to have a, a little bit of salt and then to really kind of get that gin and tonic vibe, I yeah. added juniper berries and uh, lemongrass and some fresh lime. I'm getting the lemongrass in it for sure. Mm-hmm. This is delicious. Again, Another refreshing, very tart, crisp, white. Uh, crisp beer, great for hot Louisiana weather. And, and we want to take off the, on the cocktail thing. This is part of our cocktail series that we're going to be doing. Okay. Called our Beerologist Series. Oh, I like that. That's a cool name. So it'll be a series of just cocktail-inspired Cocktail-inspired beers. Currently going to be working on a hurricane one. Okay. And, you know... I'm, requi- I'm requesting an old-fashioned. It's my favorite yeah, cocktail. Yeah. So. Oh, nice. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's a Be up there one at some time. Get the hurricane done for June 1st next year. There you go. Yeah, that should be the release. First day of hurricane. Bam. There you go. Matt's marketing right there. You're welcome. You get that one for free. But, yeah, this is delicious. This is really good. 
You got a great spot, good food, good beer. I'm, there's no way you guys are going to fail at this. This is nice. I mean, it all makes sense to me. I'll be here. I'll be spending money. <laughs> Thank you, you got Chris distributing your beer, so you know it's going to go out to the market and get in good hands. We may not have enough to sell here. <laughs> that's, that's my hope. Yeah. <laughs> we may have to just shut it down. Don't get too crazy. Don't get too crazy. But yeah, Chris, what, what, uh, what brought you on board with these guys? Like, What did you see in their vision that told you these are the people I need to be on board with to help them get their product out? Well, it all started with a uh, just a random phone call in the afternoon from uh, from Matt. I think he had heard from, uh, I think he heard through the grapevine that there was another distributor that's going to be coming online soon, so he reached out to me. Found out who I was, reached out to me, and uh, I got the opportunity to come out here and just see in the place and just, just the tap room alone. Yeah. I mean, walking in and seeing how much detail there is, how much effort and care they put into it, um, really made me want to want to come on board with these guys. Um, I, I mean, if, 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 if they're producing beer anything like this place which they are I mean I've had pretty much everything that they brewed thus far and it's all been amazing that's Um, the first thing I thought walking in I'm like they're putting this much attention to detail in their taproom then the beer has to be yeah, yeah, and it's a wonder. I mean, you think about it, all the stuff that they're putting into it. He's talking about coming back from France and putting all these different ingredients and all these different beers, Yeah, which all sound okay, but, I mean, <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but I've homebrewed before, and things that I thought were good were horrible. <laughs> but this is all just, like, next-level stuff. It's all great, um, and so I'm, I'm really excited to be to be a part of it in a small way. I mean, especially if it uh, if it helps y'all's growth and, and, and really solidifies your success. Well, you're a good guy, too. Too. That's the other reason we wouldn't want yeah. to go with you if you didn't. He's not a bad fellow. He's I'm not bad. <laughs> I mean, it depends on who you talk to. I, you know, I don't think you know me well enough yet, but <laughs> so far, so far. But you know, we're also excited about your coffee. Yeah, about what yeah. Well, thank you with you. your yeah. coffee part of that. I mean, that's to me that that said a lot about your entrepreneurial spirit. That we have somebody. Not that we wouldn't go with someone that was just starting to, you know, a beer distributor, but you already had that experience with the coffee, what you're doing, and you have some cool things going with that. And I think if you if you duplicate what you're doing with the coffee into the beer, I mean, that's where we want to be. Yeah, well, you know? that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and and to further that, we did a uh, uh, Jeremy and Matt came out to the roastery. It was a couple months ago now, I, I guess. I'm so bummed I missed that. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. Didn't see that. And uh, stole some of our homily blend what? and uh, used it in there. Filled up my pockets. It's a coconut, <laughs> coconut stout, coconut we might coffee have one stout. One bottle left that we can. I think. And, and what, was the, into. what was the name of this one that y'all did? Uh, uh, coconut Country Dark. Okay, Coconut Country Dark. Yeah. Awesome. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, it, it just exemplified the style. And I had maybe a couple days before, I think uh, we had that coconut beer uh, from Caldera. Yes. Yeah. Which uh, they used uh, imitation coconut in it. And you, I mean, you, you could tell the difference. Yeah. Like it's, uh, yeah. I mean, it was a good base beer, but that coconut just that ruined fake coconut. Yeah, it just it, it, it overpowered. Yeah, the, the stout. It was That's just like all you tasted it, was that fake coke, and it just had that sun tan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Malibu rum almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's how it came across. Malibu rum and suntan lotion. Yeah, yeah. And y'all did uh, y'all used 
real coconut. Real coconut. Yeah, and it aged well. And I mean, it was you could get a hint of the coffee on it. It didn't have much on the nose, but it was it's a yeah. older beer now. But uh, but it was there. It was a it was a very good beer. So I'm a little partial to coffee beers. Yeah, of all kinds. As you should be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially if y'all want to do say a coffee IPA. Something like that, you know, something with a uh, without the color of the coffee, but just the nice. the aroma. That's a, that's yeah. A cool idea. Yeah. yeah, Carlos, not a it's not a- You've got goals for your small business. That's why now's the time to level up your marketing with Constant Contact, with powerful tools to find and connect with new customers, manage your social posts and events, and send automated emails and texts. You'll stand out, stay top of mind, and see results fast. Constant Contact's cutting edge technology makes marketing easy so you can focus on running your business. Start achieving your small business goals with a free trial at constantcontact.com today. Original. There's a, there's a coffee. Co- coffee coach. Yes. Breaking Bad, right? Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. Like, he poured, he poured me one of those when I went to visit the tap room, and you immediately got the coffee notes off. Yeah. I mean, it was just that, like, that beer does yeah. have a fantastic aroma. And it's yeah. weird because, you know, it kind of looks like this, but it's like you get yep. coffee off of it, and you're like, it's crazy. It's, okay. it's like my brain couldn't yeah. comprehend it yeah. at yeah. first. I'm like, I'm smelling coffee, but it doesn't look like coffee. I don't understand what's going on here. It, it takes a lot of skill to brew a beer like that. Yeah. It really does to be able to get it without any of the color uh, but have all that aroma so yeah shout out to Carlos yeah he did a great yeah. job on it I can't yeah. wait for him to release it again in the fall because <laughs> yeah. I want more yeah. of it I think when I got there like they had they had found a keg that was in the back room and put it on tap oh wow and I got to have like two pints before it tapped out and I was just like because I was like I'm buying a growler of this and going on with it <laughs> nope <laughs> tapped it out and I was like man just demand that he remakes it you're, you, you're not going to leave until he does yeah I'm going to sit yeah. here you're going to go back protest him super glue your hand up, to the wall go back there brew this beer I'm not moving I'll be there for a while I'm sure yeah so Jeremy how did you and Matt meet uh, we met a couple years ago at uh, Star Wars trivia. <laughs> Before that, it was that uh, one day a corporate brewing draft. Yeah, um, now look, hanging out there. Star Wars trivia. We can go down with some Star Wars trivia. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was on Jeremy's team. I didn't answer a single question. The second place team had like ten points. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the questions were kind of crazy. And I was like, how can anybody know this? It's like, what cell was Princess Leia kept in? And it was... Um, she was at the t- cell block 1138. Yeah. Wow. How do you the, know level AA23. AA23, Because I'm a Star Wars nerd. <laughs> <laughs> What's 12 times 12? Ah, I don't know. Math is hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm two beers in. Don't start throwing numbers and math at me, Chris. Jeez. So when's the next one coming out? Do we know? The next. Star Wars? Uh, December. December, okay. Mm-hmm. Are we going to have a Han Solo sequel as well? You know how they kind of Prob- it? Probably not no. because it, it kind of bombed. Yeah, it was actually bombed. not bad. It was a good movie. It was. Yeah. It was yeah. like, I enjoyed it. Like, when they announced it, I was just like, why do you need this movie? I don't want to see this movie. And then it came out, and I saw it, and I was like, you know what? This is actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't... I don't I wish they would, but I don't think it's going to happen, especially with the the Darth Maul reveal at the end of it. I was like, oh, this is cool. Didn't see that coming. So, Pelican Craft Brands is Louisiana's only American craft-only distributor, and it's their passion to educate consumers and help them in the discovery of U.S. independent or family-owned breweries. Quality is at the top of their list and of the utmost importance to their team. And their retail relationships afford greater choice and selection as a result of their commitment to better beer. 
with partners like Southern Craft Brewing Company, Rally Cap Brewing Company, Estruma Beer La Republic, Wachita Brewing Company, and many, many more coming down the line soon. They're here to disrupt the market and help consumers discover new choice and selection in beer. When you see the giant red Pelican Craft Brands truck rolling down the road, make sure you honk your horn and pick up some craft beer to challenge the status quo. But anyway, back to you, you two guys meeting. So we, yeah, we just kind of met up there one day uh, through a mutual friend, and uh, you know he knew I was a brewer. Yeah, we think you might have tried some of my beer there one day or something. Yeah, I mean, we didn't really have that great of a... We weren't, we weren't close before you came to the board. No, no. We had met each other three or four times. I heard he was talking all kind of trash about you. <laughs> Not me. I never <laughs> talked about you. But really, we were just kind of acquaintances, I would say. He called me up one day. And he had a friend who bugged me so hard. When he found out I was starting a brewery to to interview Jeremy, interview Jeremy, you won't regret it. Interview Jeremy, you won't regret it. And finally, I said, "Okay, give me Jeremy's number." <laughs> Just, <laughs> All right, I'll call him. I'll call him. <laughs> and then I called him, and um, we had we we interviewed a few people, and it was clear um, a lot of people said a lot of the right stuff. And then we had a final round of interviews where we had some people make some beers, and. When we did, um, I actually went over to Jeremy's house to have it, and I left Jeremy's house and I told, and I called John. and said, John, I just left our Bruce's house. It was it was nice. evident that at that moment that we had found the guy. That's awesome. I mean, you, you guys, all of you have to be on the same, you know, page with stuff like that. But yeah, a, a, you can interview a guy and they can say all the right things. And you think, yeah. hey, this is this is the guy. But when it comes to something like a, like a brewer. The final test is really in the product, so yeah. that that tells everything. And if it was that well brewed, that like as soon as you left the house, you're like, "This is the guy. This is it." This is it. And it's shown in the beers. I mean, the beers are good. You're doing a great job. I well, can't wait you. to come here and drink your beers all the time. All right. I can't wait for you to pay for them either. <laughs> <laughs> Just start my tab now. Yeah. I'll take care of it when the doors open. <laughs> The numbers guy speaks. Uh, yes. Oh, we <laughs> I love it. I think love he's it. taking sponsorships for beer. Yeah. <laughs> so. There you go. We can, we, can, we can work something out. I can always use more sponsors for the podcast. Yeah. It's an unspecified I amount. I don't have a brewery sponsor yet. I need that. Awesome. You're a new kid on the block. I'll give you. I'll give you the discount rate. I gave Chris. You might get in on that grandfather deal. So yeah, when he's hitting prime time, <laughs> it'll never go up. Yeah. You'll stay at that old rate. Look how excited he looks about that. Yeah, I think he's, he's working the numbers in his head. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. sound like a good deal. Like, Chuck, I like you, but moving on. How much beer can we produce in a week? Yeah. I'm just thinking about consumption. I'm not even thinking about promotion. Yeah, I do drink a lot of beer. He's like, it's not that far from my house. And I'm like, oh, well, that's going to cost me. He's going to buy that lot over there. Yeah. yeah. Start requesting yeah. a... Put a camper right there and yeah. that field. some cows. Run some lines. <laughs> Look, I'll, I'll milk the goats or whatever I got to do. Yeah. <laughs> now we talk. <laughs> do, I'll do a little labor. We'll work, we'll work something out, man. That's awesome. Uh, where was I? I had a question. You started talking about milking goats. Sorry. Where I went. No, yeah. Talking about how they met, uh, maybe? Yeah, well... Going from that, uh, so oh, what I wanted to ask was, what's the projected opening date for the brewery or for the tap room? Yeah, we still don't have a projected opening date. We're still working through our final couple permits, but as soon as we get those ready, we're about four weeks out, three or four weeks out. Okay. So 
hopefully we'll hear something on that in the next couple months um, at the most. So we're definitely projecting a 2019 opening. We just don't know when. Yeah. Yeah. Well, trust me, nobody wants to open more than me. Well, yeah. <laughs> and nobody gets that question more than me, especially for my wife every night. So are y'all opening tomorrow? <laughs> uh, no. No? Can yeah. we talk about something else, dude? <laughs> the, the permits are always the big headache. It seems like yeah. that's always the holdup for a brewery. Like, the build-out's done, the beer's ready, and paperwork. Always yeah, I mean, we have that amazing brew system, and we haven't been able to brew one time on it yet. It just kills us. So you can't brew anything until the permits are cleared. We we gotta get um we gotta get one more permit than we can brew. Okay. So this stuff was just brewed off site. Yeah, we brew, I'm brewing off site in my house right now. Okay. Yeah. Small scale batches. Gotcha. So when when the tap room does open, uh, and when the brewery itself opens, how many beers will be out? to the market like are you guys going to be distributing straight off the bat or is it just going to build up to I mean we'll, we're going to have to see what happens I mean yeah. obviously but um, we will try and start off with five beers and build up rapidly from there okay um, we're not our model is and I don't know if we've kind of talked about it is, is we're not a brewery that wants to brew the same beer over and over again we don't believe in flagships here we never want to have them we we want to have new and exciting beers you know, every time we come and every time. And I want to make Chris's life as hard as possible. So they can't just like go, oh, you want the country dark? We'll just put your country dark on here and we'll have you steady rotate, rotating. No, we want to make them have to resell beer a lot. <laughs> well, hopefully I won't have to. Hopefully they'll just ask for it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Know. So no flagship beer. No flagships. Not even out to the market. Like there's not going to be anything that. Wow. Okay. That's a unique and different approach. But I, think I like it's it. Smart though, man. I mean, you look at flagship sales across well, yeah. the country, and they're just they're down across the board. You know. So. Yeah. I mean, look. It's we we brought this we brought this scenario up before in the podcast. Yeah. How Fat Tire from New Belgium was like the thing everybody wanted here when you couldn't get it, and then it came here. And nobody wanted it because you could get it. Yeah. Like you could walk into a circle can't get fat tire, you were just like, yeah, yeah, eh, I don't want this anymore. What about Avery? Yeah. Avery yeah. was like, everybody was clamoring for Avery. Avery had a release. I mean, people lined up outside the door, Colandros for it. Yep. And then, what, a year and a half later, they left the state? Yep, they were gone. They were gone. It was just like, yeah. it was big for like two months, and then it just. Everybody's like, all right, I'm done with it. And I'm seeing, I think I'm seeing the same thing with Dogfish Head. Like, yeah. it yeah. came here and finally, finally, Dogfish Head's in Louisiana, but then it's like, it's yeah. too late because now we're to the point where in Louisiana we have so many great local craft breweries. Yeah. You can keep your 90 minute, your set, your 60 minute, and yeah. all your fancy IPAs and, and all that stuff. Like, we don't need it. We got good beer here to drink locally. We're screwing ourselves, man. Yes. <laughs> I mean,. I mean, if Cigar City ever came here, I'd still, I'd still go. I'd buy that, yeah. I mean, yeah. Although you I wouldn't get a highlight. No, I, I wouldn't. I just no. got some highlight recently. A friend of mine went to Florida and brought me back a couple six packs of highlight because he knows I like it. But I opened up one and I drank it and I was like, you know what? I, just, I don't, I don't care for this beer anymore. Like it's okay, but like I remember going, ooh, highlight, I can't wait. Now I'm just like, eh, highlight, just, just doesn't do it for me. Again, we have too many good beers here to drink. Like I, like I was, sixty minute IPA from Dogfish was like my favorite IPA. Like, and I couldn't wait to get my hands on it. Yeah, and it was a ninety minute guy for a long time. Yeah, and since when since they started distributing here in Louisiana, I have not bought a single Dogfish Head beer. Like on really? tap at a bar in a grocery store, I haven't done yeah. it. 
That's so a lot. Yeah, I'll see it and I'm like, oh, look, there's some tenor voodoo. Oh, there's some Holy Roller from Urban South. Oh, here's yeah. some uh, on yeah. Parish or some Ghost. I'm like, I'm going to buy that before I buy the dogfish head. Mm-hmm. Because I want to support local. Yep, that's right. And I just don't need that beer anymore. Well, I mean, if you look at the bottle dates on those beers, yeah, it was brewed back in March, and the the Urban South was brewed last month. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Which one are you going to buy? You know. Yeah. yeah. It's all about freshness. So, oh yeah. Oh, we got another round. That's of like if you go get yeah. Parish in Florida or something. You know, you get a they got a yeah uh, tap of Bloom up or something, and it's it was brewed two or three you months ago. Yeah. Like, ah, yeah. Take this one. This one's like, kind of going back to the uh, so no flagship thing. Yeah. That kind of mirrors my approach as a homebrewer. I was never one of those guys that brewed the same recipe over and over again. I was always tweaking my beer or changing an ingredient or changing out a hop, you know, just making something a little different each time. It, it wasn't always the same beer for me. Yeah. Can I get I drinks brewed. for everybody? I'm sorry to interrupt. Anybody? Who wants what? Uh, um, let's just go down the line. The next beer. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Okay. yeah, that'll okay. work. Um, yeah, I don't know many home brewers that. I mean, there's a couple that I know that tend to brew the same beer a few times, yeah. just because it's a favorite of theirs, or like their wife likes it, or a friend likes it. I, I definitely do have a few favorites, but yeah. those are kind of the you know more rare occasions. Yeah, but you're not you're not going to go to to different homebrew competitions and stuff like that if you enter those right. and keep brewing the same style of beer every time. You're going to do something different every time. Yeah. Now, we're not going to have flagships, but I'm a greedy enough capitalist pig that if we have a beer that people line up for and sells out quick, we might put it back in the rotation. Well, yeah. I mean, I would, I would think you'd have to at that point. If you, if you guys have, you know, put five or six on tap and you've got one that's selling oh, leaps yeah. and bounds better than all the others, like... Yeah, we got to keep making this, you know. Or you take a break from it and make that demand mm-hmm. get even higher, and then you throw it back on a month or two later. Right. The Andrew Godley model? Exactly. Hey, it's worked for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Andrew Godley, shout out to Jacob Talley. <laughs> yep. New employee of uh, Parish Brewery. It's funny how we found that out. It's yeah. funny how we found that out. In the middle of a podcast that I was doing with you, Chris, at Cafecito <laughs> a couple weeks yeah. ago. Wow. Yeah, it was everything we could do to not just, like, yell it. Yeah, like, literally, we're in the middle of recording the podcast, and he sent me a text to say that he had left Tin Roof and went there. And I was just like, oh! And I'm, as, I'm, as we're trying to continue the podcast, I'm texting him to be like, where are you at? Come here right now. We're podcasting at Cappuccino. And he's like, no, I'm at home. And I'm like, we're going to talk about this soon. And he goes, we will. I said, all right. But it's out It's out in the in the interwebs now so I can I can say it on here yeah. he's even posted about it so good for him it's burgers it's, uh, delicious man I haven't even took a bite of this so this is this has goat cheese on it not our goat cheese yet but mm-hmm. that's kind of we hope that our foods will be really inspired by all the butters and cheeses that we talked about the burgers as well as the grilled cheese it's my two favorite food groups butter and cheese <laughs> 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 this is delicious. <laughs> I'm e- I'm eager to see these uh these fancy grilled cheeses that Wiggins was talking about. Mm. Like I want I want to know the story behind that. Like why uh, fancy grilled cheeses? I think it was really it was. This goes. We've been talking about it, just trying to nail down our menu, and mm. all of a sudden we're like, wait a second, guys, we're gonna have a creamery in the spring. What are we thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't we utilizing? We're going to have a lot of cheese on this place. Why aren't we using it? You know, I think that's yeah. what kind of inspired the whole. That's what we need to do. We'll probably also play with some making while we're making goat cheese. We'll also um, we'll we'll either get a dairy cow or we will you know buy some some cream some uh, cow cream and, and make some uh, 
you know, some cow cheese as well. So we have that option, you know. So, do you have recipes already, Wiggins, for what types of uh, sandwiches you want to make? Not really. I'm going to leave that up to Craig. I mean, Craig's a great chef, as you can see. Yeah, these, I mean, he's going to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let him steer this ship. I mean, the burger's what, great. The 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 patty. My big focus on a burger is the patty. That's first and foremost. That's got to be a legit patty. And this thing is really really good. It's cooked perfectly. The toppings are complementing it. But I've always said like, start with a burger. It's the patty. The patty has to be good. If the patty stinks, you can't. There's no flavor to it. Then what's the point? How many how many patty tasting days have we had? Why did I not get called for this? What the hell, Wiggins? Drinking, or eating burgers all over <laughs> yeah, town. we've eaten every burger in Baton Rouge. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. Like, and it's, and it's, and we don't even eat them. You just like pick a piece of the patty yeah. off. You pick a piece of the bun off. You kind of go through every little step of the burger just to make sure that you know, find out what you like, find out what you don't. And I, we've tasted wagyu. We've tasted everything. So just figure out what burger. Thank you. Do you guys have a favorite burger in Baton Rouge? Yeah, this one. <laughs> Besides your burger here. <laughs> like, when you go out to eat, like, what's, what's your favorite burger spot? Mm. It's a tough one. There's a lot of good burgers in Baton Rouge. There's also yeah. a lot of very mediocre burgers in Baton Rouge. Yeah. Probably depends on what kind of burger, what kind of place you're looking for. You know, are you looking for a diner burger? Are you looking for a fast food burger? Yeah. Are you looking more for, like, a... You know, an upper end restaurant burger. Yeah. I think that there, if you put three classifications out there. Well, you just yeah. did, so now you got a name. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. You just gained three classifications. <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, I used to love the Time Sunset Burger back when the Times was open. Wow, that's, yeah, that's been a while. I remember that spot. Um, I'm a sucker for a burger with an egg on it. I am. I'm a it sucker has to be for man- anything with an egg. It should be mandatory that yeah, that a burger should have an egg on it. Like I'm, I insist on it constantly. I'm a big mushroom and Swiss guy myself. Ooh. I think. Thank you so much. My favorite burger in Baton Rouge, just like a, just a straight up burger, is probably gonna be Overpass Merchant. Mm. Oh yeah. That okay. where's that now? That is the old ZZ Garden. Oh, oh, down there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. That like I like curbside burgers, and I was a big fan when it when the when it was just the truck. Yeah. I think the the quality of the burgers are different now from when they were in the truck. I think they're not at they're good, but they're not as good as I remember them in the truck. Mm-hmm. And Nick Huff created the recipe for the Overpass Merchant Burger, which he's a part owner of. But that burger, to me, is my favorite burger in town. I think uh, I think it's hard to go wrong with a five dollar burger too at Oliver Twist on Tuesday. See, I have not had the burger at Oliver Twist yet. I need to go by there and try that. I mean, bang for your buck—that's got to be top. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, five dollar burger. I mean. Sounds sounds like a win. You better believe win it. Deal for me. Yeah. Now fast food, I'm going to go with Whataburger every time. That's just. <laughs> yeah, that's a, you know. No. Come on, Chris. I'm just not a fa- I'm not a Whataburger Sonic. fan. Sonic. Sonic. Sonic's a great burger. Sonic. I had a Sonic burger last night. Yeah. Sonic I love their uh, Super Sonic. I think it's yeah. 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 Is Atomic considered 
a fast food or not? I think so. Yeah, they can have a drive through. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. If it's got a drive through, it's a fast food joint. Okay. Yeah. If it's yeah. got a drive through, okay. The burger's it. not bad. I haven't had it yet. It's not bad. It's kind of it's a smash it. burger, kind yeah. of. Yeah. But it almost, it's a smash burger, but it almost kind of tastes like a uh, Five Guys burger. Yeah, yeah. I was going to kind of mention that. It's very similar. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good, but I'm, I was like, if I want a Five Guys burger, I'll go get a Five Guys. Get Five Guys. Get a burger. It'll be bigger than that one. Five Guys more expensive? <laughs> Maybe you could get two yeah, Atomic Burgers for I, the same Well, I got, a, I got a double Atomic Burger, fries, and a drink, and it was $14. Oh, that's about the same, yeah. Cool. And the burger was smaller than Five Guys. Yeah. Burger. I think that, and the fries aren't as good. No, the fries aren't as good. I think the okay. draw for a lot of college kids, since where the location is, yeah. they also have beer there. So they have like six taps. Yeah. Okay. So you can all get, local too. Yeah, which is great. They're can doing all local. The but they're based out of New Orleans. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, can you get beer through the drive-thru? I mean, put it in a tape the straw to the side and go? <laughs> good question. I mean, maybe if they put a crowler machine in there. Because you can get crowlers to go at Tiger Tavern in Prairieville. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Go through the drive thru and get you well, a jacket and a crowd. Well, like, yeah. That's how we roll out prayer. Ascension. We have a lot, man. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. I, I I did ask Derek Stewart over uh, with Gilla Brewing Company if they were going to have a drive thru. <laughs> but they're in a little strip mall, so they don't have have the spot for the drive thru. Although Tiger Tavern is, but it's at the end of it. So we'll, we'll do drive thru burger, um, drive thru beer here, but you got to be on a cow. Yeah, or a horse, or a horse. Yeah. or a bike. Yeah, I was trying to figure out like how do you, how are you going to do a drive through out here? Now, considering yeah. there's three horse farms around us, <laughs> we might. We may, if you if you may. say that, Matthew, we may <laughs> see a lot of horses. Matthew just became our, uh, our our horse guy. Yeah, he's our he's our window guy. Yeah, running out. So, uh, That'd be awesome. Hey, as long as their money's green, we'll put yeah, it in some short shorts and some roller skates. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> on that ground. Is that a bad? Is that a bad? Is that a bad no, visual? Well, no, that's well, yeah, but it would be great at the same time. I didn't even think of that. I just thought I'm trying to ride out here in the gravel. Like, <laughs> yeah. Tom, what do you think? <laughs> Matthew, Matthew and Jean cutoffs, tight top, delivering. You know, that sounds like what he's wearing every day. <laughs> well, there you go. Every day. Every day. So let's talk about this this hazy looking deliciousness we have sitting in front of us right here. Yeah, so we're calling that Citra Harvest. So it's uh, a single IPA that's hopped solely with uh, Citra hops, which is one of the most popular, uh, as they call them, sexy hops nowadays. It is a sexy hop. Yeah, um, I'm very nice, and um, we're very complimentary. And Jeremy, I tell Jeremy every day that if if he can make a 4.5 beer with citra, he can use whatever hop he wants. But until then, <laughs> I got to use a lot of citra. That. <laughs> and so it's kind of like this is 4.5 percent. No, 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 like no, on untapped, like a 4.5. Oh, oh, gotcha. Okay. Beer, beer I was about to say, Have you ever seen the movie Bull Down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, um, there's a scene in there where um, Kevin Costner's character runs up to the pitcher who's supposed to be all great, and he's like, "You got fungus on your shower shoes," and he gets like really mad. He's like, "And you win 30 in the show." And you're eclectic, and everybody loves you. But until then, you're slob. And and we kind of have, and I kind of have that not that same exact feeling, but I have the feeling that if we can make a great IPA with Citra, then we can go out and we can branch out even more, and people are going to be just more supportive of us because they know we have a great base to come to. And I think that's the problem that a lot of breweries make is is that they don't build their bases great to where people are clamoring for them, and then they go out and they try and 
IPL, an Imperial Pale Lager, and they don't have a great IPA, so their Imperial Pale Lager is not going to be great. And they go out and they try this and try that. And if you don't have the great basis, then you're not going to have the great other beers. Yeah. And so we've just really stressed that, and and Jeremy's taking a whole horror to it. I mean, he, he, he's like, well, Citrus is the most expensive one, so we're happy with that. <laughs> if you want me to brew well, with a BMW, you get 100 thing, pounds yeah. of it. <laughs> the other thing with that is... You know, some brewers kind of take the kitchen sink approach to brewing with with hops, and they just like let's throw this and that, and you know, before they know it, there's five different hop varieties in there, and it just tastes like a muddled mess. Yeah, know? if you can nail it with just using citra and nothing else, then nothing else. Matters. Yeah, Trim Tab in Alabama does a citra double IPA. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's incredible, and all they use is citra. Well, I mean, if, if you can make that, then why do you need to throw citra and mosaic and like twelve other hops in there? Yeah, because you can't make that one hop right. And how many pounds per barrel is this one? Uh, it's around six. This is really good. And it's you know it's not a true smash. So there's a couple different malts, but it's a a lot of oats. Yeah, which is what most people are using nowadays. Guys, these beers are great. The food's great. The place is great. I, I can't see how this is going to be nothing but successful for y'all. I just, I just really can't. You want to tell a story? This, this place has tons of stories to tell. And you guys are the perfect guys to be telling that story. So thank y'all very much for having me here. Let me come and experience this and drink the beers and talk with y'all and help promote the spot. And I, I'm going to be here a lot. <laughs> just get used to this face. <laughs> I'm going to buy a bar stool and just like, this is going to be Chuck P's spot. <laughs> be like Norm from uh, Cheers. Yeah. Place at the end of the bar. But to, but to show you just how crazy this place is, and um, the bar stools themselves are from a diner from the 1950s that John found and brought back over here. In Chicago. From Chicago. Yeah, one of the oldest diners in Chicago. The, the actual mm-hmm. bar tops are from a large pecan tree in the front yard. Uh, it fell, I guess, about, what, six, seven years ago, and we, we milled it, and then we sat on them. They, they were stored in the barn for about five years, and then there they are. And then Jeremy wow. and I came and sat Oh, my goodness. Good <laughs> time standing and varnishing. We should have had Jeremy and Matthew put their autographs on the bar. On the, there you on go, the yeah. Tops. There's... Just put Matt's big face right on. I mean, nothing sounds like that. <laughs> I mean, look, look at that face. That, that's, that's the face that have, has sunk a thousand, I mean, launched a thousand ships. That's true. That is very true. Sunk, I mean, lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's slip. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. But, guys, thank you all again for being on the podcast. Thank you, I buddy. appreciate it. Matt, thank you, sir. Jeremy, thank you. John, thank you. Thank you, pleasure. Buddy. Chris, thank, thank you. you for being here as well. Absolutely. Guys, look for Estruma Brewing. Let me get it right. Estruma Beer Republic. Look out for them on social media. They're on Instagram. They're on Facebook. Follow the pages so that way you know when the tap room is going to open. You know when the beer is out there, when to be here. Come get it. There's a giant TV I saw right over there. So I'm assuming you can come over here and watch LSU games. Better believe it. It's a good pre pre tailgating spot. Come here first before you go out to games if you guys are open for football season. But there's also basketball and baseball. So you can come here first before you head out to the games and grab some beers. So until next time, guys, I'm Chuck P, the ABV Podcast. Cheers.